it's not the conservation groups that can be in the forefront anymore because they're considered the green groups and nobody wants to listen to the green groups. And so by having community members and business leaders and young people be the spokespeople of this, of this campaign is really important. And that's why people are listening. Standing tall, light hair parted straight across, wearing a navy blue shirt and tan khakis, Carrie Kale's appearance conveys her organized, business-like demeanor. This is her story, the story of a woman who found an innovative way to change the way communities protect public land. Chico Hot Springs lies just outside of Yellowstone National Park in Paradise Valley. Lodges are scattered around the property, separating swaths of just mowed grass. Walking carefully, dodging piles of moose and deer droppings, I make my way over to meet Carrie Kale, who has worked at Chico Hot Springs Resort and Spa since 2014. Standing on a wood-covered patio with a busy dirt road behind, Carrie smiles and walks forward to explain how she came to Yellowstone. I came out because my brother was a, was a law enforcement ranger in Yellowstone, and so that kind of pulled me out. I spent a winter in Park City, Utah, and worked at a clinic there, and then came back and did another summer um, at Old Faithful. I got to spend a winter in Yellowstone at Old Faithful, um, worked in the restaurant there. That was really cool. Um, we sort of get snowed in for three months, and that was pretty exciting and fun and a really great experience. Over the course of a few years working different seasonal jobs in the park, Carrie began putting down roots. I'm a really big love for the park, and I think a lot of people that work in the park sort of discover that, and um, a big contingent of which we consider old parkies that live in Livingston, which is probably a town that you just came through, and that's where I live now. Um, so we all sort of go there to retire, I guess, and find our way. I worked in Livingston for a while and made my way out to Chico. After just a year at Chico, Carrie found her livelihood at risk. In 2015, um, a mining company called Lucky Minerals um, started to stake some claims right up here. They kind of tried to sneak in and they just kind of went to the DEQ and said, we want to start exploratory drilling up there. Well, some folks that we know and a couple of the environmental um, agencies in the area, one of them being the Greater Yellowstone Coalition, caught wind of it. And a day before the DEQ was going to do like a checklist, one page checklist, and sort of give them the go ahead to go up the gulch, we got a letter in by the governor's office to the DEQ and stop that. The community was successful in temporarily stopping Lucky Minerals. But as they continued to fight, another mining company came to the valley. The Crevice Mining Group's proposed site is propped on a bridge visible from Roosevelt Arch in Yellowstone on Immigrant Gulch, land that holds groundwater vital to Paradise Valley. Um, there's tons of water up here in Immigrant Gulch, and really the way that the gold, that we've been told that the gold is in that area, it's not necessarily going to be like a big vein of gold and they're going to be able to dig underground and hit a vein and start pulling material out there's the potential that that would be a huge open pit mine. Gold mining is a, is a very dirty mining. Um, you know, you open those minerals up to the water and when the water washes across those minerals, you wind up with things like arsenic and cyanide and all kinds of awful stuff and it's really acidic stuff. And the potential that all of that would roll out of the gulch 
and down into the Yellowstone River is, is real and, and incredibly scary. They want to drill pilot holes up to 2,000 feet deep. There's a ton of water up in that, up in that gulch. Chico doesn't know where their spring head is, either of their springs. I mean, they could hit our spring and that could be it for Chico. You know, they could hit water and not be able to stop it and it's just gonna flow out of those pit, those exploratory holes. And so that's, that's kind of really problematic for all of us. With the integrity of the land and water at risk, Carrie assisted in assembling community members to fight the mines. We created the Oakstone Gateway Business Coalition. So we are a group of business owners and large land owners that came together. That coalition now has 416 members. We knocked on doors, brought businesses into this coalition, um, and that's what we did. We're working two angles to stop these mines. One is with an administrative withdrawal. Um, and that, that withdrawal would come through the um, USDA and the Department of the Interior. And the, the longest term withdrawal that we could get with that withdrawal is 20 years. The administrative withdrawal would place restrictions on the public land, temporarily banning the area from being mined, giving the community time to find permanent protection. And so those, that's 30,000 acres of public land, not the private land. So our hope as a coalition is, is that we would be able to withdraw the public lands. Um, and so the only thing it's going to do to the public lands is withdraw the mineral rights. Everything else we do on those public lands, we can continue to do. We can ski and we can mountain bike and we can hunt and all the things that people do on those lands would continue. Our hope is that by withdrawing the, um, the public lands surrounding those private lands, those companies wouldn't be able to expand into an industrial gold mine, like a huge mine. Carrie is the first to admit the town wasn't prepared for a legal battle when the mines came in. But with the help of local environmental groups, the community has found a powerful new voice in the fight. The legal battle is still in progress, but with the rise in political support, Carrie remains optimistic and points out the victories of the coalition. The initial document that the DEQ was going to sign off on for Lucky Minerals was a one-page checklist. The EA that they did that came out a year or so ago was over 300 pages. So you think about what the community was able to do from here's a checklist, they were a day away from making the mark and giving Lucky the go-ahead to three years later, a 300-page environmental assessment. Just, it's that you know, bringing all these different people together, but also finding out what the hook is, right? Like, what's going to move that congressman or that senator? What's going to make them stand up or sit down and pay attention to you? And here, it was the economy. Although still in jeopardy, the Yellowstone Business Coalition shows the power of a community voice up against large corporations, acting as a beacon for other threatened communities across the West to follow. You've been listening to National Public Lands Radio. This is Kate Dolan.